This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hey, I'm Eves, and you're listening to This Day in History class, a podcast that proves history is always happening. Today is October 2nd, 2019. The day was October 2nd, 1528. The book, The Obedience of a Christian Man by English Protestant author William Tyndall was first printed in Antwerp, Belgium. In the book, Tyndall said that kings were the head of their country's church and were accountable to God, not to the Pope. The book is one of the key texts in the English Reformation, a period in the 16th century when reformers challenged the authority of the Pope and the Roman Catholic Church. Tyndall was a scholar and theologian. He was also a linguist who became fluent in several languages over the years, including French, Greek, Hebrew, and Latin. But his religious views grew to be radical and controversial. Influenced by the Reformation, Tyndall believed that only the Bible should determine the doctrine of the church. He also thought that translating the New Testament into English would allow people to have their own understanding of scripture rather than one determined by the Catholic Church. The translation of the Bible that the Roman Catholic Church used, the Vulgate, was in Latin. So the Bible was read in church in Latin, which few people attending religious services could understand. But the church, wary of anyone or anything that may challenge tradition, required ecclesiastical approval of translations and readings of the Bible in English. Reformer John Wycliffe and those who promoted his views, known as Lollards, were persecuted as heretics for their defiance of the beliefs and practices of the church and their translations of the Bible into English. But even though having unauthorized English translations of the scriptures could result in charges of heresy, people still read English translations and reformers acknowledged the Bible as the highest authority of the biblical word, not the Pope. And Tyndall was determined to translate the Bible into English, even after church authorities in England refused his requests. He left England, and by 1525, he had completed his translation of the New Testament. And by the next year, printing of the New Testament was complete. It was the first New Testament in English to be mass-produced with a printing press, rather than being handwritten. Thousands of copies of Tyndall's New Testament were printed by the time he was executed in 1536 for heresy, and it influenced later Bible translations, including the 1611 King James Bible. Tyndall also published other books in which he criticized the practices of the Catholic Church. One of the most influential was The Obedience of a Christian Man, though the original title of it is much longer than that. The book is divided into three main sections, preceded by two introductions. The first section discusses God's laws of obedience and the people bound to obey them. The second expresses how the people who have authority should rule. And the third affirms that the literal sense of scripture is spiritual. In the book, he said that worshipers should affirm the authority of the Bible over any other authority, like the Catholic Church and the Pope. The book also claimed that God appointed kings, who were authorities of their realms. Anne Boleyn owned a copy of the book, which, according to anecdotal evidence, was eventually shown to King Henry VIII. 
It's been claimed that the king liked the stance on papal authority expressed in the book and that the book influenced the Act of Supremacy, which declared Henry VIII and his successors the supreme head of the Church of England instead of the Pope. Those claims are unsubstantiated. Other books Tyndall wrote include The Parable of the Wicked Mammon and The Practice of the Prelates. I'm Eve Jeffcoat, and hopefully you know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If you'd like to follow us on social media, you can do so at T-D-I-H-C podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. You can also email us at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you tomorrow. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows.